Hi, and welcome back to the Talk with Allie. Today's topic is very difficult to talk about and listen to. Here with me today, I have two special guests, Celeste Corcoran, who is a spectator at the Boston Marathon, but also a survivor, and Steve Chamberlain, the founder of the 50 Legs Foundation. So let's get started. I am sure that most of you know what the Boston Marathon bombing was, but do you know how it affected the survivors' lives, or even the ones who lost their loved ones? The answer is probably no. The Boston Marathon is usually held on Patriots Day, a public Massachusetts holiday on the third Monday in April. People from all around the world travel to Boston just to watch this race or even run in it. The Sarnayev brothers, Sokar and Tamerlan, who are responsible for this tragedy, downloaded a copy of Al-Qaeda's Inspire magazine, which included an article, Make a Bomb in the Kitchen of Your Mom. That article had instructions on how to build IEDs using pressure cookers or sections of pipe, explosive powder fireworks, and shrapnel. Tamerlan, the older brother, bought eight pounds of low-explosive powder in Seabrook, New Hampshire. The two brothers, Tamerlan and Zokar, rented two handguns and bought 200 rounds of ammo at a firing range in Manchester, New Hampshire. On April 15, 2013, 2.49 p.m., the first of the two bombs were set off. About 12 seconds later, the second bomb was set off. Three lives were lost due to this tragedy, and over 260 runners and or spectators were left on the ground crying for help. Our first guest, Celeste Corcoran, played by Jennifer Shea, is here to share her story with us. What mile marker were you at when the first bomb was set off, and who were you with at the Boston Marathon? I was at the finish line with my husband Jeff and daughter Sydney when the first of the two bombs were set off. It was our first time ever attending the Boston Marathon, and it was very exciting. Were you there supporting someone? Yes, I was there supporting my sister, but unfortunately, when the first bomb was set off, she hadn't even turned the corner onto Boylston Street yet. She never made it to the finish line. At that moment, what impact did the tragedy have on you physically? I ended up losing both of my legs due to the tragedy after my husband nearly saved my life tying a tourniquet around my leg. I could not see my daughter even though she was a few feet away from me. Two men helped her and tied a tourniquet around my daughter's leg and saved her leg and life after her femoral artery was severed by a piece of the pressure cooker. She nearly bled to death. You are an amputee, correct? Yes, I am a double amputee, one cut above my knee and the other below. What was your first prosthetic like? How did it make you feel? What did you end up doing about it? My first prosthetics were absolutely terrible. I wanted to throw them out of a window. They were so bad. A friend my husband went to school with, Steve Chamberlain, who is also an amputee, recommended POA, prosthetic and orthot orthotic associations down in Orlando, Florida, which Steve also runs his company out of 50 legs. Our second guest, Steve Chamberlain, voice played by Jason Shea, is here to tell us a little about his experience and why he started 50 Legs. Could you tell me a little bit about your 50 Legs Foundation and what inspired you to start such an amazing foundation? Of course. I lost my leg in a motorcycle accident when a guy ran through a stop sign and ripped my leg off. At the time, I had no insurance and no one to help me get a leg and I nearly gave up until I met this company that would help me. Starting 50 legs, I had a goal to help 50 amputees get the best legs. I am almost 500 legs later in just seven years, and I never want anyone not to be able to afford a running leg or any other leg to live a normal, healthy life. Lastly, how did you get in touch with Celeste? After the bombing had happened, 50 legs were on one of the were one of the first to help support the victims of the Boston Marathon bombings. 
I received calls from lots of friends who knew Celeste and her husband Jeff, so I made the decision to fly home, go to the hospital to see Celeste and Jeff, and promised Celeste that I would find her the best legs made, which is in Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for your time and talking with us. Now back to Celeste. What were your initial thoughts and feelings after the tragedy? I initially thought that my life was over and that I was going to die. I was so scared and I thought I would be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life when they told me that I had lost not one, but both of my legs. I remember while I was in the hospital room, three Marines came into my room, Josh and Cam, single leg amputees, and Gabe, a double leg amputee, just like me. Gabe gave me the hope I never thought I would have. He told me that I was going to be okay and that I will be such a better and more independent woman than I ever was. Hearing that made me so happy. How has being an amputee negatively affected your life? I had to give up my occupation that I love so much. For the past 16 to 17 years of my life, I was a hairdresser in Boston on Newbury Street. Initially, I did not think that I would be able to ever work again, but I did. It was very important to prove to myself that I could work again and not give up. The past two years have been rough with bad nerve pain in my knees. I had to make the hardest decision of my life and that's where I had to stop working. I am currently in the process of finding out what my next step is. How has it had a positive impact on your life, if any? Being an amputee is never easy, but I do think this tragedy happened to me for a reason. That very reason is my daughter would never have found her soulmate if I never lost my leg. I do believe in love at first sight and soulmates, and I believe that everything happens for a reason. I also believe that losing my leg has opened my eyes, and I want to help those who are just beginning this long process. I want to give them the words that Gabe gave me and tell people that it will be okay and they will be okay. I have become a stronger person just like Gabe told me I would. Have you returned to any of the more recent Boston marathons? Yes, the next year my sister wanted to go back and cross the finish line since she never got to before. My daughter and I were very hesitant, but we went and there was a chair there for us at the finish line where I was able to sit. As my sister approached me and my daughter, she came over to us and the three of us symbolically crossed the finish line holding hands. I was so proud of myself for going. I don't think that if I never went, I would not be the person I am today. Going helped me heal and move forward from this awful tragedy. Before we end, what was it like attending the trial and testifying? I'm not going to lie when I say that attending the trial was hard. My daughter and I both end up, ended up testifying. It was hard not to hold on to anger, but through hate, I feel that the bomb has stole so much of my life, yet I still chose to be happy every day. Personally, going through life hating someone is not the right way to live. So I hold pity on the Sonara brothers for what they did 100%, but I do not hate them. I want to thank you both, Celeste and Steve, for your personal interviews. It was very moving and touching. On a personal note, this makes you realize how precious life really is and how you should never take anything for granted.